Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of the Bite Size Nutrition Podcast. This is episode one in this four-part series where we are going to be talking about unconditional permission to eat, food rules, and mindful eating techniques to help you practice unconditional permission to eat. And so the goal of this series is to put you in the driver's seat when it comes to your eating habits instead of feeling controlled or limited by food or food rules, you're going to finish this series with a clear understanding of where you're currently restricting yourself, how that affects you, and actionable steps so that you feel more confident and in charge of your eating habits. And so these are all concepts that we work on extensively in both one-on-one and group coaching. And so you can think of this as a standalone educational process, or you can think of this as a taster for what it could look like for you if you did decide to join a bite-sized nutrition coaching program at any time. In group coaching, we work through a structural curriculum that will take you from obsessing over what you put in your mouth to creating balance between that treat yourself mentality and healthy eating patterns that support both your mind and your body. And then on -on one-on-one coaching, we really focus on the struggles that feel hardest for you right now, whether it's putting in a ton of effort towards your nutrition and not seeing the results that you want, feeling helpless in the face of cravings and having unorganized eating habits, or creating systems that help you think about food less while still getting healthy meals on the table, whether it is, you know, working outside of the home and not having a ton of time or working from home, like many of us do now, and really struggling with some organization and creating structure. And so with this series, I'd like you to follow along with a daily email. You're going to get a little bit of homework and insight into how to complete these these exercises so that you can start integrating it into your life. This is going to help you implement what you learn and also integrate it so you can remember it instead of it just being like, oh my gosh, I heard this really cool podcast and now I can't remember what we talked about. So with that, go into the show notes. And if you are not already on my email list, you are going to be getting a one email a day over the course of this four-part series. And then you will only get one email a week. You can unsubscribe at any time you want to, um, but please go ahead and do that. And today we're going to talk specifically about what is unconditional permission to eat and what can it look like in the context of your life? And so we're going to talk a little bit about what unconditional permission to eat is, what it is not, some fears about why we feel like unconditional permission to eat is just a recipe for disaster. And I also want to share with you how, even if you have a goal related to your physique, so whether it's fat loss, muscle gain, whatever that is, how unconditional permission to eat can tie in with that. And then you're going to get your actionable tip. So with that, friends, let's go ahead and hop right in to day one of this four-part series. So what is unconditional permission to eat? And it is freedom to choose what, when, and how much you eat without judgment or guilt. This is based on a few different things. So we often think of this like, ooh, the ideal is I just eat when I'm hungry, stop when when I'm full. But when we talk about food In that way, we negate the fact that food also has a psychological component to it, which we know, which is why so many of our cravings are psychological cravings and not necessarily physical cravings. So 
choosing what you eat when you practice unconditional permission to eat is based on both physiological cues and psychological cues. So physiological cues are things like hunger, fatigue, biofeedback, like, are you sleeping well? Are you thirsty? What's going on with your hunger levels? All of those things and psychological cues. So things like the experience, the relationships that you're in, uh, your current goals, your values, things that you actually need to sort of run through your mind in order to make decisions. And it is so unconditional permission to eat is one of the principles of intuitive eating. And so with my coaching, I do take aspects of intuitive eating and I find this one to be incredibly helpful. And the benefit of unconditional permission to eat is it gives you autonomy and choice around your food decisions. Autonomy is a key component of motivation, especially intrinsic motivation, feeling like you are in charge of the decisions that you make. And diet culture, which most of us have been living in for most of our lives, diet culture tells you that having autonomy over your food choices is not okay. Diet culture tells you that you can't be trusted around food. Diet culture tells you that you need rules in order to keep yourself in line. You need self-control. You need discipline because no, no, you can't trust yourself. And the way this works psychologically is like things become more desirable when access to them is limited. It is the, the concept of supply and demand, which we all had to learn in school. You know, when there is a limited supply, the demand rises, the uh, perceived value of a thing rises. And so when something like food is a limited resource, we tend to put that on a pedestal. It tends to, we, we think of it as more special. We want more access to it. But when we have full unfettered access to food, you would think like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to eat everything. I'm going to be like a toddler left in a candy store. But really what you'll find is you're, it's a lot easier to pick and choose what you really want, what feels good for you, because you're not constantly being told you can't have this thing. It's not being restricted. And so what's, what unconditional permission to eat is not, and this I think is highly misunderstood, So unconditional permission to eat is not just eating whatever you want, whenever you want. It's not just like seeing like, I see food, so I eat it. And this is because when you have complete permission to eat something, you are able to give yourself the space to make choices. So it's not like, oh my gosh, I need to eat this thing right now before my self-discipline kicks in and then I can't eat it. So I like to think of it like this. I have an analogy that I love and it's, you know, say you really like going to the movies and you're told you can only go to the movies Saturdays at 4 PM. And you're like, oh my gosh, well, I love going to the movies. That's the only time I can do it. So I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that I can attend at that time. But if you're told you can go to the movies anytime you want, any day you want, see whatever you want, doesn't matter. You're going to pick and choose what works with your schedule, what doesn't conflict with other things you have going on. You know, if the movie, if you really like the movie or not, and you actually find that you're going to make better decisions about if you go see this movie, because there's no restrictions around it. It's not a limited resource. It's not like I really want to go to the movies. And the only time I can do it is 4 p.m. on a Saturday. So yes, at the beginning, it might be really exciting to think, oh my gosh, I can eat all the peanut butter I want. I can eat all the ice cream I want. No one is telling me I can't do this. I'm going to just go nuts. And at the beginning, you may notice that you do eat more of these things, that you do find yourself eating more ice cream, or you do find yourself eating a lot more peanut butter. And that feels a little bit scary, but I will tell you this, 
if you're truly giving yourself unconditional permission to eat, it gets cold or it gets old, not cold, gets old quicker than you think your body gets to the point where they're like, if I can eat peanut butter every day, like, why do I need to eat it in every single meal? If I can eat peanut butter whenever I want, why do I need to eat it to the point where I feel sick? And we're also going to talk in the series, we're going to talk about mindful eating habits and how they support unconditional permission to eat. And so that is something that is really, really helpful for becoming really aware of how food makes you feel and what you are actually thinking around food. And then another thing that is really helpful is you get to use your goals and your values as a filter when you practice unconditional permission to eat. So all of my coaching programs, all of my clients start out understanding what their core values are. What are the things that are truly important to them? I'm sure you probably, whether or not you know what your core values are, you probably have goals in mind and you can use those as a filter to say, okay, Hey, like I want to eat this food right now, but you know, I value eating with my family and we're going to be eating in 30 minutes. So maybe I don't want to like eat a bunch of food right now because I value this time with my family. And so I'm going to make the choice not to eat a snack right before I eat dinner. Right. You could also say something like, Hey, maybe I have a goal to build muscle. And so I might make certain decisions about what I eat in accordance with helping me towards that goal. And this is actually, I'm going to talk a little bit later about how unconditional unconditional permission to eat can align with a fat loss goal as well, which I think can be really helpful. And one of the things that's really important to remember, no, this is actually not one thing. It's like three things. I don't know what I, anyways, three of the things that are, no, sorry, there's five that happen when you don't have unconditional permission to eat. So let's say right now, you're like, I, you know, I don't have unconditional permission to eat because I don't trust myself to stop eating after a spoonful of peanut butter. And what happens is you notice that you think about food a lot more. You do a lot of like mental bargaining of like, well, if I eat this now, then can I eat this later? Cravings are higher because it's again, supply and demand. Tell yourself you can't have something and you're going to want it. Uh, it's second guessing yourself. So thinking like, oh my gosh, why did I do that? Like I shouldn't have done that. And the effort mentality, the effort mentality, we're going to talk about specifically, this is actually something that's been pretty well researched and it's called the abstinence violation effect. We're going to talk about this, I think in day two or three. So hold up. We're going to talk about the effort mentality, which essentially, if you're like, what is that? It's like, I already ate a cookie. I've already ruined today. Might as well keep going, finish the box. That way I don't have to deal with it. And we think that unconditional permission to eat is not going to like quote in like holding up quote fingers here. Why we think it's not going to work towards being the type of person we want to be or reaching our goals. And we think that it's not going to work because we think we're going to eat everything because you believe you can't trust yourself around food. You think you're just going to gain weight and gaining weight in your mind is like, Oh my gosh, the absolute worst thing that could happen to me. And you think that, well, if I want to eat healthy, like if I have unconditional permission to eat, I'm never going to want to eat healthy food. And I will tell you that the beginning of practicing unconditional permission to eat is very different than consistently practicing it over time. So if you right now are being quite restrictive with yourself or even a little bit restrictive with yourself around your eating habits, the beginning of practicing unconditional permission to eat may lead to overeating. It may lead to eating more of something than you feel comfortable with. Like you may eat to the point where you're like, I feel kind of sick. And a lot of that has to do with this, the excitement of like taking off the restrictions, the excitement of knowing 
oh my gosh, I can eat anything. And that wears off. It's like a new pair of shoes. You get them, you wear them like every single day for a week. And then you're like, oh, actually I want to wear other shoes, right? You're not just going to wear your brand new shoes until you completely wear them out. You probably end up like at the beginning, wearing them more than normal. And this is like, even as exciting as it sounds to eat pizza for dinner every night or eat an entire jar of peanut butter every single day, that is going to become something and probably quicker than you think that is not super desirable. If you're also noticing hunger and fullness, you're working on eating more mindfully, you're working on asking yourself how you want to feel when you eat and reminding yourself that you can always have more food, you're going to notice that you don't gravitate as much towards like eating pizza every day and always finishing a thing of peanut butter, right? So I want to mention how this kind of lines up with fat loss, because I know some of you listening are like, but I really want to lose fat and keep it off. And this does not align with that goal because, oh my gosh, I can't allow myself to eat everything. And I want to frame it like this for you. If you have unconditional permission for anything, you get to choose how you approach that thing. So that means you can make the choice to not eat something just as much as you can make the choice to eat something. And so it can be used in conjunction with an approach to fat loss. This is outside of the intuitive eating framework, which is a 10 principle framework. That is not what I'm talking about. Intuitive eating in itself as a framework is not for fat loss. And anyone selling you intuitive eating for fat loss run the other way. That's not what it's meant for. And so what this can look like if you do want if you do have any body composition goals is remember that your body composition goals, whether it's fat loss, muscle gain, whatever it is, is a choice that you are making. And what you eat when you choose this goal is also a choice. There is a big difference between telling yourself, I can't eat this donut because if I eat this donut, I'm going to gain weight. And I am choosing to not eat this donut right now because fat loss is important to me. Big difference there. I do want to make a point though, that when I work with fat loss clients, if it's someone that's coming in that you're like, I've been trying to lose weight for 20 years, we might need to put fat loss on hold and work on unconditional permission to eat, work on creating a a solid baseline of balance for you before we then go back to fat loss as a goal. And so with that, I want to give you your actionable tips and homework so that you can start practicing this. So A big part of unconditional permission to eat is actually checking in with yourself when you eat. And so your homework is in your next meal or snack. So let's say after this, you're like, I'm going to go get my afternoon snack. I want you to pause before you eat. And I want you to check in. I want you to check in with your thoughts. Like, what am I thinking? Like, Ooh, like what I really want is this, but I can't have it because of this. Or, Oh, if I eat this now, like check in with your thoughts, what is your brain doing? What is your brain telling you and check in with your body sensations? Check in with what are my hunger signs if I have them? What kind of food is going to help me feel satisfied? What sounds good taste-wise? And what is going to leave me feeling the way that I want to feel when this is over? You can ask yourself, what would be most satisfying for me? What sounds good? What will contribute to me feeling how I want to feel? And so for me, let's say I'm choosing, I actually have a reel on this on uh, on my page but it's kind of way back there. So when I'm choosing a snack, I might 
have the options. I might have an option of like a yogurt, maybe I have some fruit. I have protein bars. I've got ice creams. I've got all of the things in my fridge. And so I might say, okay, so let's say I'm choosing a snack. How do I want to feel? Well, I want to feel satisfied with this snack to get me to my next meal. Cause I think of the way they like to think of snacks as a bridge between a meal to meal. So I want to feel satisfied for probably at least like an hour and a half to two hours around there. I want something that is tasty. So maybe I'm like today, I feel like something creamy and sweet. So maybe what I'll do is I'll have like a yogurt with a banana, or maybe I'm like, you know what? I'm feeling like something crunchy and salty. So maybe what I'll do is I will pair some hard boiled eggs with a bagel seasoning and, you know, a couple of crackers or something like that. And so I go through that to see what is going to feel satisfying for me, knowing that if I do choose ice cream, I can do that. That's totally cool. And so I'm going to leave you with this. I do want to just make sure that if you do have a fat loss goal, so let's say you're coming into this, you're like, no, fat loss is really important to me. Please go listen to episode 20 of this podcast or reach out to me. And I'm happy to answer any of your questions. I'm really just happy to answer any of your questions anyways, because I love talking to you and I love hearing from you. And it just makes me so happy to have conversations with you. And tomorrow, so tomorrow when you tune back in, we are going to talk about how to identify where you are not giving yourself unconditional permission to eat, how to identify your food rules and three ways to start challenging those food rules. So please check your email because you'll have a little bit more details there. Also, go ahead, try out unconditional permission to eat in your next meal or snack. And if you would like, share this episode on Instagram, tag me in it. Let me know how this goes for you. Let me know your thoughts on this. And I am so excited to see you again for the next episode. Cause this is just such a, this is, this can really open things up. It's really, it changed my life a lot and it's changed a lot of my clients' lives. So I'm excited for you to try it anyways. See you again next time.